welcome to Generational Wealth MD's podcast on financial freedom through investing in real estate. My name is Param Baladandapani. I'm a mom, radiologist, real estate investor, and mentor to others looking to start or scale their real estate portfolios. Thank you for being here today. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with inspiration, strategies, and insight so that you can stop trading your time for money and live life on your terms. If you love the episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic was because when I am coaching my one-on-one clients within Creating Generational Freedom, and when I'm talking to my friends who are also trying to grow their portfolio, I often come across spouses who aren't on the same page, right? Uh, I spoke to one of my uh, one of my members um, I was working closely with, and she said that, you know, they it was their anniversary dinner and the topic came up and then they got into a fight. Um, another member was talking to me about how you know, she was taking the initiative on this and her spouse wasn't completely on board and they just closed on the property. And, you know, there are certain stages when um, these emotions get triggered again and, um, you know, um, people get into arguments. Uh, and I realized that for a lot of them, you know, um, the the, the, thing, the issues they were going through with, the solutions um, um, were very similar. And that's why I want to talk about this, because I know that a lot of you are probably going through this also and can feel very lonely when you're going through it and feels probably feels like everybody else just gets to do this with their spouse very comfortably and that's not entirely true um and so for all of these people last week i created a pro forma um that i actually that goes into the creating generational freedom program you know where i have all worksheet all the worksheets for them and it's actually i'm, I'm not a big performer person. I always talk about today's returns, knowing that the returns are going to go up over time and factoring everything in uh, when I talk about real estate. But I actually created a pro forma and this was mostly for for my members who were struggling with getting their spouse on board because sometimes there are ways to get people on board, ways to influence them and um, have them understand um, our vision, right? And that's why I decided to do this, to- this um, topic also because when you're actually going through this, when you have a spouse who isn't on board and they're giving you a hard no or they're criticizing you, and this happens often when a spouse is, is scared and they don't agree with you, it can come out as criticism, right? They may just say that, well, real estate investing is very risky. You don't know what you're doing. You aren't capable of doing this because you don't really do anything at home. And if any of you have, you know, have heard this from a spouse, please drop it in the comment section. But uh, it's very common to hear this, right? So you don't really know how to take care of things at home. How are you going to handle a real estate portfolio? Um, we don't have the time or the money to do this. Um, and then this is something I hear a lot too. Uh, all you think about is money. Um, it's always about money. Uh, I don't know why you're obsessing about this. And th- that's that's a very common response. Um, and I want you to know, I want to normalize this for you, right? And when all of this is thrown at you, uh, the result oftentimes ends up being one of two things, right? So some people just stop, just stop thinking about real estate. And this is an example where an external limiting belief is shaping your actions, right? And so you're doing it to avoid conflict. You may be doing it because now suddenly you're taking on all those limiting beliefs and now you have self-doubt and you're really not sure if you're go- uh, you know, you're going to be able to do this, if you have the know-how, if, if, you know, if it's really too risky, right? And you may stop proceeding and that can you over time resentment can build up because of that that can happen or you may just end up disagreeing and fighting about it and want you may go ahead and start building your portfolio without having a spouse on board and that just pulls both of you apart right 
And I feel like both those responses are not necessarily the most positive way of dealing with this. And today I want to talk about, I want to normalize the experience for you if this is something you're going through, because a lot of people are going through the same thing. I want to talk about positive solutions um, because that's, that's, that's what our goal is, right? Always having positive solutions for these um, roadblocks. And I want to talk about the natural evolution of this, right? Uh, I want to show you what happens with spouses who are at the same stage that you're in right now, what happens over time and what you can expect. So let's start off with positive solution, right? Um, and so I want to break this down into the three I's and the four S's, okay? Uh, and so the three I's is essentially how you are responding to the other person, right? How do you respond to your spouse? And so the first I is going to be insight, right? When someone is criticizing you or when they're giving you a hard no and um, sometimes their words can be really hurtful or it can sound like they're criticizing you, but I want you to actually have insight. That's where you really need to have insight and you need to be able to listen to the concern and objections behind the criticism because what you're seeing on the surface is all of this anger and criticism but it's actually coming from a place of concern and they may have valid objections, right? So we need to have insight and empathy. It, you, you really need to even validate those concerns before you can even start dealing with them. And for a lot of people, we have to understand that all of us look at money and investments very differently, right? Our beliefs around debt, our beliefs around real estate is shaped by our personal experiences and um, the stories that we've heard growing up and, and the people that we've interacted with. Um, if you haven't had a lot of positive role models in your life, people who've done well with real estate, it can be very hard to jump on board, right? And it's important for us um, you know, for you on the other side, being the person listening to this, to really understand where they're coming from. Sometimes they may have money trauma related to you know, painful experiences in their own uh, in their own personal lives, things that they've seen their parents go through. And it's really important for you to have empathy for that, right? And when they have objections and they're it's coming out as criticism, and uh, it's very natural for us to tend to get defensive, right? But the important thing is to realize that. Oftentimes, those are very valid objections and they just need to be addressed, right? You need to address them and you need to break them down. But for you to even get to that point, you need to be able to look at it as a concern or an objection and not as criticism, right? So that's the, that's the first I. Now, moving on to the second I, once you've done that, once you've understood where they're coming from, um, once you're able to validate that concern, the next point is to break that concern, break that objection down, right? So that's where the second I, influence, comes in. And when you're trying to influence someone and try to get them on board with your dreams for investing in real estate, that's where the numbers come in, right? And you know, I'm, an, I'm a big numbers person. So that's where you're going to be using your cash and cash calculators. You're going to be using a pro forma. And this is why I created a pro forma, not for the person who's on board with real estate investing, but for the person who is just looking at that cash on cash calculator. And for those of you who are looking for a free cash on cash calculator, guys, go on to generationalwealthmd.com, the resources section. There are free calculators for long-term and short-term rentals. But if you run the numbers and you're just showing them a return on a cash on cash calculator, they're just seeing that number, uh, which is the cash flow that you have, and they're comparing it to maybe an index fund, or they're just being super conservative with that 
one single number, which is just a fraction of your returns from real estate. And that's why if you're not, you know, if that's not convincing enough, you may really need to show them a pro forma and show them how that property is going to perform over the next 10, 20, 30 years. Once you're factoring in not just cash flow, but market appreciation. And if it's a leveraged property, you have that leverage multiplier in there. They can actually see what your ROI is going to be for the money that you put in over time. Once that property starts increasing in value, once you start factoring in debt pay down where you know, your principal portion goes towards your equity every year uh, and you're showing them the pro forma and that really brings it in for a lot of people. Um, and, um, you know, I see this all the time. The first module of creating generational freedom is about your why you should be doing real estate. And I've seen that spouses who aren't on board necessarily, they, they watch the first module. And then I, I specifically remember I had a, a friend who also joined the program. Her spouse wasn't on board. He watched the first module and and then he was just like, okay, we're getting two properties this year. That's it, right? And that's because you're actually able to look at the bigger picture. You're not just looking at your monthly cash flow, which may not be as big a driver to get someone on board but when you're factoring in all the different ways you're saving money in real estate which could include your tax savings right so you could be saving hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes in year one depending on your strategy and when a spouse sees that and they see how over 10 years wow you know it's a 40 percent annualized return or if i'm using this strategy it's a 60 percent annualized return every year for my hold period that's something that usually gets them on board, right? And for, for those of you who are already part of Creating Generational Freedom, guys, the pro forma is in the worksheet section. I just added it last week. You have access to it. So if you're still struggling, feel free to go in there. It's very simple. It's just like a cash on cash calculator. You pop in the exact same numbers, but it builds out your annualized returns year on year, go all the way up to year 30 for that specific property, factoring in everything. And I think that's really powerful even if it's just for you to know what this property is going to do over the next 10 or 20 years, right? Uh, because, you know, for for those of you who've been listening to me, your cash flow can be something today, but 10 years from now, your cash flow can double just because of inflation. And uh, a cash and cash ca calculator is a static um, is a static calculator, but a pro forma actually factors in a 3% increase in property value and 3% increase in rent year on year, which is which mat just matches inflation, right? And those are national averages, annualized averages over the last 30 to 70 years. That's what we've been seeing in this country. It factors all of that in to show you how your cash flow is increasing over time. Your property is increasing in value. And so it actually shows you your um, overall returns over a period of time. So that's super helpful. And then I always say, once you've looked at your cash and cash calculator, once you've shown them the pro forma, if they're still not on board, that's the time that you lean into the retirement calculator. And the retirement calculator is also a free resource available to all of you. If you go on to the resources section, there is a um, financial independence worksheet. When you download that, you get access to the retirement calculator. That's where you put in, okay, so this is my ROI from real estate. This is my ROI from the stock market. How much more, how much faster am I going to get to financial independence uh, when I use real estate, right? So that's where the retirement cal calculator is super helpful. When you put that in and you show your spouse that this is a difference of getting to financial freedom in being very conservative, five years versus 15 years, that's when it really starts having an impact, right? So those are all the tools that you have available to you to be able to influence your spouse, right? And then obviously, 
you share success stories with them, right? And when they start seeing those success stories, that's going to change their outlook. Now, the third eye is after you've been insightful, after you've understood their concerns, after you've tried to influence them with the numbers, then the next important thing to do is to inspire confidence in them, right? So when their concerns are, well, we don't have the time, we don't have the money, this is too risky, you don't really know much, I don't know much, how are we going to do this? You inspire confidence in them. And how do you inspire confidence in them? That is when you educate yourself, right? Um, you educate yourself about markets, about running numbers, right? You're surrounding yourself with a community of people who are doing the same thing. And so you're learning from each other, you're leaning into each other, um, you're sharing their success stories with your spouse, and that's inspiring confidence in them. Um, you have a mentor, uh, hopefully, who is also guiding you. And so you know you're not doing this alone. You know you're not going to make costly mistakes. And when you are creating those teams, right, when you are creating a team of an investor agent who specifically helps investors, who really knows how to run numbers, who knows the sub-markets where buying a rental makes absolute sense. That could be for a long-term or a short-term rental, right? When you're working with those people and they're giving you the numbers and they're they also serve to instill confidence in your spouse when they know that, okay, you have the team in place, you have the education. And, and, you know, I cover all of these components, the education, community, mentorship, and teams in creating generational freedom. You have access to excellent teams for long-term and short-term rentals around the country. But even if you aren't in the program, you always have the ability to reach out to people, the Generational Wealth MD community, the free community, always feel free to reach out to people and piggyback onto their teams, right? So you're not doing this alone. So you're doing this with the support of people who've done this before and who are good at it. And that's how you inspire confidence in your spouse, right? So those are the three I's. That's having insight, right? Being insightful, learning how to influence them and getting them on board and inspiring confidence in them. And this is what you do in these circumstances to help your spouse get on board. But then I also want to talk about the four S's, which is what you're going to be doing. And that's going to affect how you show up. And I wanted to thank my coach, coach um, Trevor, for the four S's because I'm taking this from him. And I, I believe he's taken this from Tony Robbins. But this, but this holds true for this particular scenario also, right? So when you are now taking action, you have to be before you take action, you have to be cognizant of your four S's. And then the first one, first S is going to be your state, right? I don't want you to be working from a, coming from a state of resentment or defensiveness. Like that's not really helping. You always have to check and make sure that your your state, the state that you're showing up in, is a state of understanding, respect, and love, and and that's really important, right? Because it goes a long way in helping the other person really listen to what you're saying. Because otherwise, they're going to get defensive. The next S is your story. Right. So what story are you telling yourself about this? Oh, my God, I am trying so hard, but uh, but I'm not being understood. I'm trying so hard to do this for our family, but I'm not being allowed to. Right. And that's a story where you're a victim. Right. And you always need to come from a more powerful position. Right. So the story always has to be, well, he has his concerns or she has her concerns. And I completely understand that. But I'm doing this for us. And we're going to figure this out. Right. So having a story where you aren't the victim Knowing what your standards are, that, that the next S is your standard. So what are your standards? Why are you doing this? And you really need to hone in on why you are doing this, what your goals are. Um, it's because I want to cut back so that 
I can spend more time with the kids or it's because I want my spouse to semi-retire. So they aren't working so hard. So they have more time for the family, um, whatever it is, right? Really hone in on your why. What are your goals? And I want to do this because this is my goal. I want to replace our income in five years or I want to meet all our expenses in two years through real estate, right? So be very specific about what your standards are. That's the third S. And then the last S is your strategy. At all times, keep learning, keep learning more and keep optimizing your strategy, right? Every time you listen to a webinar, you listen to a podcast, you're learning something that's helping you optimize your strategy, right? So these are the four things that you're going to do before you take action. And those are the four S's that affect how you show up, right? Um, and so then you go ahead and take action, right? So you have the three eyes that you're doing that are helping your spouse, the four S's that affect how you show up. And then you may decide to, and I'm not going to say stop, right? Because you may decide to wait, right? That may be what you decide to do as a team. You may decide to wait for your spouse to get on board. Remember, no is just the beginning of negotiation. This is from, I think it's Chris Juan. Anyways, so um, uh, no is the beginning of negotiation. And I love that because it just means that you're beginning to talk about it. It's not a hard no. Nothing is a hard no. And while you're waiting for your spouse to get on board, you're constantly working on the three I's and the four S's, right? You're constantly working on being insightful, influencing them, inspiring confidence in them with everything that you're doing. And we talked about how you keep educating yourself, surrounding yourself with the right people. All of that is going to inspire confidence in them. And you're working on the four S's, right? You're constantly working on your strategy, how you're showing up and what your standards are, right? And you're you're getting better and better at that. So while you're waiting for your spouse to get on board, you can do that. So that's one option. And then the second uh, option is to get to the point where both of you decide that you may just decide to handle it separately, right? It's quite possible that your spouse may be, may be the one who wants to be completely hands-off, wants nothing to do with it, but they are okay with you going ahead and and doing this on your own, right? And so you, that may be a decision that you agree upon as a team. But the important thing, even when you're agreeing to do it separately, in my opinion, is to keep them in the loop as much as possible. Because end of the day, you are a team. This is for both of you. Building a portfolio to create freedom for your family is an act of love and you both are on the same side. So you're going to keep them in the loop as much as possible. Share all your wins with them. You know, end of the day, they are in your corner and they are going to be rooting for you even though it may not seem like it at times, right? And then second thing is, just remember that when they are bringing a different perspective to the table, that's a complimentary perspective. It helps balance you. It holds you to higher standards. And I've seen this time and again, that spouse may be the one who is um, encouraging you to be more diligent, right? In terms of finding that property, ensuring that the location is right. They may, you know, even though it seems like they're criticizing you and they're trying to stop you, they may be pointing out things that you may not otherwise be seeing during due diligence, like uh, high voltage electric lines that are close to the property that you didn't notice and your agent didn't talk to you about, right? Uh, they may be looking at the inspection report and coming up with all the reasons why this is not the right property, but it may help you hone in on things that you may want to negotiate a better price uh, for based on those things, right? They may be more particular about asset protection and you may not be a minutia person, but you really need to be driven in that direction, right? So remember that as much as it seems like they're against you, they're probably just balancing you up, right? So when you're taking action, I want you to take positive actions and always keep them in the loop and believe that they're balancing you up. That's important. So we could wait or we could just agree to do it separately. Whatever you're doing, it has to come from a place of love. Now, 
I want to talk a little bit about evolution, how this usually plays out, right? And I, I find I just this is fascinating because uh, I, I get very excited when I talk about this. So I've seen spouses who've been on completely like opposite sides uh, after a week get on board, right? I've seen um, so one of my one of my members from it was I think exactly a year ago. Um, so she started off with her first short term rental. They agreed to do it separately. And when she got her first booking, um, so when she got her first booking and she made like uh, over $10,000 in the first month, her spouse was immediately on board and he was like, wait, I want in on this. This is so cool. And, and you know, and so they, they're they doing things together now. That could happen. I've had members where it takes a month, right? Uh, so the spouse is completely not on board. But then the second month uh, into the into the short-term rental, uh, this was also a short-term rental. Uh, and uh, the property prices go up. They're they're doing really well. The, it's actually exciting for them to go and set the property up. He uh, the, the spouse actually flew out there uh, with with the member and um, helped with everything, you know, and so as as much as he seemed to not be on the same page, they, you know, he was assisting so much. And within a, a few months, um, he actually wanted to buy a property in every state in the country. This is actually what he said, which is crazy, because once they actually see the results, once they they uh, uh, they, they actually see how profitable this actually could be, how impactful it could be, most people tend to get on the same page, right? And then let's face it, um, there will be those people where it'll take five years for them to be able to look at the portfolio and be like, hmm, this actually makes a lot of sense. I'm so glad you did this. It could take five years. It may never, uh, you know, it may never come out of their mouth, but you know, over time as you're doing this and as someone starts to see the impact, uh, oftentimes your, your spouse is eventually going to get on board right and so i just wanted to share that so you have that in the back of your mind and so it's not all the criticism and the the, the negative energy that you're seeing i was also wanted to show you what's possible over time so importantly important thing to remember is that it's important to anticipate friction as you go ahead right so you may agree to do it separately and and when, even when you're doing it separately there will be times where there is friction right and oftentimes this is triggered by say a closing or a time when you should have opened an llc but you decide to wait a little longer um, or if an issue crops up or if you have a problem guest or a problem tenant so anticipate friction and whenever that happens you're going to go back to the three i's and the four a's right the three i's you're going to keep influencing you're going to keep sharing wins you're going to uh, you know, keep inspiring confidence in them. You are going to make sure your state, your story, your standards, and your strategy are where they need to be. You're going to keep doing that. And I like to remember that with every obstacle, there is a possibility of growth and an opportunity to get stronger and closer together as a team. And I want to look, I want all of you to look at those conflicts as opportunities to actually um, influence the person more, inspire more confidence and um, grow stronger as a team right um, and i think i think that's super important okay so all of that being said i hope this was really helpful uh, but let's talk about the next step right remember you're not alone and if you are ready to educate yourself for those of you who haven't yet signed up for the three-day live event coming up um, in September, September 8th to 15th, uh, it's going to be very educational. It's going to be so high yield. I'm going to actually go over the calculators I was talking about, show you examples of the performa. Now, this is a performa that I created, but something you can create also uh, if you want to. And uh, feel free to bring your spouses. I find that sometimes really looking at the numbers, because a lot of people who say no are, are numbers people. They just need 
they're just waiting for you to convince them, right? So I go over all the numbers. Um, uh, I talk about why real estate is so impactful. I talk about strategy. I think it's uh, if you have a spouse who may just may seem like they're saying no, but they're just ready to learn more and they just want to know more before they jump in, bring them to the event. Um, sign up at generationalwealthmd.com slash event. I look forward to seeing you over there. And if you're listening to this um, and you want to share something with me, please feel free to uh, send me a reply. Hit me up, generationalwealthmd at gmail.com. I always want to know what you're thinking. All the, all the content I put out, I'm trying my best to give you what you're asking for. This was a question I kept getting asked and I wanted to address this. I want to make sure that whatever you're building, my idea of generational wealth is not the money. It's the freedom and it's also the bonds that you're building when you're doing this together. Uh, when I see spouses building a portfolio together, when I see a mother and a daughter doing it, that to me is really generational wealth. When you're learning these skills and passing it on to your kids, that is generational wealth. All of this is about bringing people together. It's about being a team, building an amazing life for your family. Um, and um, I really want to know what you think. So please uh, go ahead and let me know. And I hope this was super helpful. If you're interested in learning how to invest in long-term and short-term rentals the right way, so you can accelerate to financial independence with the support of mentorship, community, and vetted investor agents in strong markets across the country, then get on the waitlist for the next cohort of Creating Generational Freedom at www.generationalwealthmd.com. You don't have to learn from decades of costly mistakes by yourself. The program is only open for enrollment in the spring and fall each year. In the last six months alone, our members have acquired over $60 million of real estate, and more importantly, they're living life and practicing medicine on their terms. You don't have to do it alone.